I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hello, friends and foodists. Welcome to another episode of The Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose, and do I have an episode for you today? I am talking to Agata, and she has a problem that I have heard so many times, especially from people who have a history with dieting and know what that feels like. So Agata called me and asked, I'm doing all these things. I've started working out. I've changed my diet. I've only lost five pounds. What the heck am I doing wrong? And she had, so essentially what she was saying is she's impatient with the weight loss she's experienced. It's been about eight or nine months and she's wondering what's wrong and why it isn't going faster. I hear this so often because when you go on a diet, like if you go on any random low carb or, you know, whatever, Weight Watchers or whatever diet you do, you lose weight quickly because it is, you're depriving yourself and there's rules and you stick with them and weight does come off that way. And you've probably experienced that once or twice in your life. And so that is what your brain expects when you're making a concerted effort to get healthy or lose weight. The problem with that is, as as I talk about all the time on Summer Tomato and in my book, Foodist, is that that is not a long-term strategy for weight loss because it sucks <laughs> and your brain doesn't like stuff that sucks. And so it's, it's a problem because it sets up this expectation in your head that weight loss happens in this particular way, but that thought, that result you're expecting is incompatible with long-term success. And this comes up all the time. And you've, you know, if, if you've dieted in the past, you may have experienced this. And so what I want you to do is I want you to listen to this episode and listen to what I go through with Agata and watch her realize that her journey is not over and that she's doing awesome and how to know what to do next. So give it a listen. I think you'll learn a lot and enjoy. Hey, Agata. Welcome to the show. Hi, Daria. Happy to be here. Why don't you tell me about what's going on? Sure. So I have, um, over the last year, really kind of made a commitment to get healthier. I've, I'm a frequent reader of your um, blog and your website and listen to the podcast. Um, and kind of right around February of this year, I moved to Hong Kong and really made a commitment to get healthier, which meant eating better, um, taking care of myself and um, hopefully losing weight. And I have been successful to a point, but the the weight loss especially hasn't come as fast as I would have liked it to, given kind of the effort that I've been putting in. And so I actually got married two months ago. And not that my um, commitment to get healthy was motivated by my wedding, but, you know, it was a nice kind of side effect to be in shape for my wedding. So I just got the pictures back. I like the way I look, but it's not exactly where I want to be, especially kind of given all the effort I've been putting in. So I guess my question for you is, am I doing something wrong where I could, you know, really make it much more painless for me? Or, you know, does it just take that long? Does it take that long? And, and I have to kind of suffer through it and until I get to my goal? 
Got it. So first, congratulations on your wedding. Thanks. Thanks. That's awesome. And yeah, that can be a really stressful, a stressful event. And I, I, I got married a few years ago and even without trying to lose weight, it was a very stressful event. <laughs> so I know there's a lot uh, that can, that can surround that. Uh, did, when you, were you thinking about your wedding when you first started this journey? You know, a little bit, but it was, I wasn't one of those women who has a very explicit goal to get in shape for her wedding. I wasn't kind of um, going crazy. And I have a history of our, in my past, I've um, lost weight using Weight Watchers about maybe now about seven, eight years ago. And I was actually very successful on Weight Watchers and I lost weight super, um, quickly, really, but I regained it back over the years. And so I knew going into this, I didn't want to do anything drastic. So the wedding was definitely motivation, but it wasn't kind of the event that I was losing weight for. Got it. So you approached it in a, in a way that is, I think it's, it's, an, it's a healthy approach to mm-hmm. thinking about your body and, you know, wanting to have a direction you want to go without being hard on yourself or resorting to tactics that do you more harm in the long run than good. So that's awesome. Good job. Yep. Thanks. So what is sticking out to me after what everything that you've told me so far is you first, you said how much effort you're putting in and then you talked about your suffering. (laughs) So can you tell me what the effort and suffering entails? Sure, sure. And suffering might be a little bit too strong of a word. But um, one of the kind of main pillars of me getting healthy this time around, and not that I was super unhealthy before, I, I don't have a huge amount of weight to lose. I just would like to kind of be healthy, be at a uh, healthy weight without kind of really thinking about it and thinking about it all the time, thinking about whether I should eat this or that. So One of the things I did starting in March of this year was um, uh, started following kind of an app that had different workouts, I think three strength training workouts a week, and then um, you kind of mix in some cardio, and I loved it. It was really, really nice. It, um, you know, the workouts were half hour, they, I could handle them. I was actually waking up in the morning and doing them. So they were definitely hard. I was, you know definitely kind of leaving a lot of sweat on the <laughs> on the floor after doing them. Um, but I love them. But it was definitely, I think, more consistent exercise than I've done in a while. I've, I've always run, but never been a consistent enough runner. Um, and I, I've never kind of um, gone to the gym consistently enough. And this was kind of the time that I started doing that. And I was super proud of myself. But it definitely, you know, it, it was it took effort. So, um, with that, you know, one of the expectations I had was, Oh, it's going to be, you know, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to be able to lose weight and I'll, I'll look great. And that definitely started to happen. I started seeing more muscle tone and, you know, but I, but the scale didn't really move as quickly as I wanted it to. So from March of this year to now, um, I have lost an average of five pounds, which I consider good, but 
it's not, you know, it's not kind of this revelatory number that I could shout from the rooftops. So throughout that, I kind of realized that I really needed to focus on my, um, on my nutrition and on my food, on my diet. And so I took your book to heart and, you know, I've start I started adding, um, more vegetables. Um, but I also kind of well, maybe cheated a little bit. I I wasn't kind of, I didn't want to, you know, be like militant and unyielding in my kind of approach to anything. And so I credit kind of my better eating habits over the last six, seven months with helping me achieve that five final weight loss, but I would love it to be more. And it's, you know, it took a long time uh, to lose five pounds. And like, do I expect it to go as slowly continuing on? Or is there something that I could be doing that's kind of preventing me from uh, hitting that weight loss faster? I, I see. So let me just make sure I have the timeline straight. So in February, you downloaded an app and started doing regular workouts. So the first time that you actually enjoyed Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you did that just for one month, or are, are you continuing to do that? Um, I was. I've been sick for about two months with a pretty bad case of the flu, so I've stopped it. Although my weight hasn't gone up, so for the last two months I haven't done them. Um, but I was pretty consistent with them over up until uh, October. Okay, so you 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 did that for a while, and then in March you decided that. You, you should also focus on food. Is that when yes. that's okay. And, and then you, you generally took the foodist summer tomato approach by adding vegetables and pro, uh, cutting down on processed foods, things like that. That's right. Yeah. Or as much as I thought I did. Yeah. But that was my intention. So in, in nine months you've lost four pounds. Yep. Or five pounds. Sorry. And that was a gradual weight loss starting in March? Yeah, exactly. Gradual weight loss starting in March. I mean, I I tracked my weight loss. I tracked kind of, I had a food diary going. Um, I did notice that whenever I consciously tried to cut out carbs, so uh, grains, um, other things, and focus on increasing my protein intake, the weight loss seemed to be a little bit faster. But then I kind of got, you know, a little bit too uh, obsessed or worried about kind of looking at how many grams of protein I was taking in each day. And so I didn't think that that was super healthy to kind of have that almost like obsessive approach. So I backed off off of that. So you were reducing protein? I was uh, increasing protein. Increasing protein. Okay. And and you noticed more weight loss when you increased protein? Correct. Yeah. And that when was that? Uh, I think I did it maybe September because that was right around the time when I was, you know, losing weight super slowly. And then I was like, oh, I have this wedding. So I would love to be kind of, you know, at a certain weight loss or, or a certain weight by the wedding. And so what can I do to speed this up? And so I, you know, I've, like I, I researched online and I was like, oh, you know, if you decrease your carbs, increase protein, you know, people lose a lot of weight. And for about a week or so, I, I did that. And I did notice that 
um, I was losing weight a little bit faster, but I, I kind of got a little bit too obsessed with looking at the macros, making sure I wasn't going over a certain amount of grams of carbs a day. And it just didn't really feel like a healthy approach to me. I see. So you, you thought you'd try something new, uh, and you noticed yourself being a little, but so you, you, you're up, you're, you didn't like it because of the mental game you were playing, not because of how you felt physically. Correct. Yeah. I just, I knew that it wasn't kind of the right way. But then maybe it is the right way. That's kind of what I'm struggling with. Because when I was on Weight Watchers, there were definitely periods of where I was kind of, you know, I I told myself that I couldn't eat certain things and it worked. But knowing kind of what I know now, that's not really a super healthy approach to kind of deny yourself certain things. And so by looking at kind of my carb intake and my protein intake every day, it just became a little bit of a mind game. And so I, I didn't, it didn't make me feel good. I didn't want to continue doing that. Got it. Got it. So, right. So, it, so the, the issue was that you were approaching it as like an external motivation essentially. And you didn't, you could tell yeah. that wasn't right. Exactly. Yeah. So to summarize, so are you, you, you've been sick for two months. That's awful. I know. I know. We so we moved to Hong Kong ten months ago. So I'm actually in Hong Kong, and I must have caught. I got sick right after the wedding, coming back here. So I must have caught some something going around. I'm better now, and I I am actually super excited to begin exercising again to restart my routine. Ah, uh, but it hasn't been the easiest time. Got it. Got it. Uh, well, I hope you get better soon. That's that makes it tough. So I mean, like when you're what you're telling me is. You've been sick for two months. You had a wedding. I mean, you started all this in February. You didn't even start watching what you ate until March. And you've lost weight. And generally, you feel pretty good, it sounds like. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I do. I don't like I, you know, I don't kind of look in the mirror and I not like what I see. I just I just would like to be kind of healthier. And, and it's coming from a healthy place. Oh, but I mean, like you feel good energetically, things like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Have you noticed improvements in that front or is it just sort of the same? Um, since I've been sick or before? No, since you've changed your your health style habits. Oh, no, I, I actually, I feel much better. I mean, I had, like I had energy to continue kind of working you know, getting up in the morning, working out in the morning. I noticed that, you know, since um, I've kind of started focusing on this and also by virtue of being in Hong Kong, I've started eating a lot less bread, just not trying to cut it out, but just there's really no good bread available in Hong Kong easily. And so, and I have started kind of um, cooking more. It's easy to go out in Hong Kong. So we step, definitely still kind of go out to restaurants. Um, but like we, we did make a conscious effort to cook, um, to, you know, I'm, I think I have a pretty good, um, routine in the morning with breakfast. I typically have like one of three things and feel satisfied. I think that where my eating breaks down a little bit is, um, is snacking and going, especially kind of sitting at my desk at work. 
Um, if I don't run from meeting to meeting, I have kind of an urge to, to snack. And oftentimes it means going downstairs um, to kind of a mall that my office is connected to and seeing kind of what, what Starbucks has available, what other, what other stores have available, have available. And I try to be conscious of that, but um, that's kind of one thing where, you know, I haven't been able to overcome kind of those cravings. So you have a hypothesis that you may not be making the best snack choices. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you mind if I ask how much weight would you like to lose? I would love to be maybe 20 pounds lighter than I am. Ideally. Um, I, you know, I would be happy with 10 pounds, but I, I used to be about 25 pounds lighter than I am and I felt great. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not insignificant. Okay. So you've lost five, you'd like to lose another 20. You've, Mm -hmm. you've been doing some stuff to, Mm -hmm. and you've had some success and you feel great physically yeah, and energetically. And the issue is that it's not happening fast enough for your tastes. <laughs> That's right. And so that makes you second guess if it's, if, if this is even the right approach. Yeah. It makes me, it, it makes me question whether I should be doing something more, something maybe more drastic on the eating front. I think on the exercise front, I wouldn't be able to kick it up even if I wanted to. Uh, but on the eating front, should I be like, am I not doing something that's kind of preventing me from this? Or should I, you know, be doing something more like, I don't want to say drastically, but should I be doing something differently um, to give me kind of what I want? I see. So you're wondering if there is some ha- are some habits that maybe you still need to develop. Yes, exactly. And what those might look like. Yeah. With yep. the specific goal. So, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because on the one hand, you haven't really seen yet where this approach lies, like where it rests, mm-hmm. where you are now. But you haven't told me it's not working. You're just telling me it's not working fast enough. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I try to be, you know, I step on the scale and I if the if, you know, oftentimes like it's a higher weight, then it's a lower weight. And I just like it, I try to be positive, because, you know, I try to say like, you know, the scale does not define this. Like I, I could see kind of the changes in my body tone. I could. But it's it's after a point, it gets a little bit frustrating where you you know, you can't tell yourself, oh, that's okay. That's okay. It's super slow. Like it it becomes hard to kind of, to tell yourself that, I guess. Right. Because you still have this, this other motivation of Mm -hmm. being different than you are right now. Correct. Yes. So, okay. For for you, you mentioned earlier exercise as your, as sort of your first step. Do you know, have you, are you familiar with the science of exercise's role in weight loss? Just out of curiosity. Um, yes. I, I mean, I know that it's, it's best for kind of maintaining weight loss and not kind of 
for weight loss itself. And it's always easier to kind of maintain weight loss with exercise. Is that kind of what you're yeah, referring yeah, exactly. to? Yeah, exactly. So the way I cool. try to explain to people is like, if you're trying to exercise to lose weight, it's it's a really tough battle for a lot of people because it makes you more hungry. I mean, granted, there are people who can start exercising and lose weight, but like for the, for most people, exercise tend, especially if it's rigorous exercise, tends to make you more hungry. And so people tend to, it's good. It's great for health. It can do great, beautiful things for the way you look, but it, for like, if you're trying to actually lose weight, it can get, it can get tricky because you end up taking in more, ca- more calories than you usually end up burning off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So just keep, th- keep that in mind. You sh- so like, yeah, I wouldn't like you. I love that you like your exercise. Like that's really good. And I would keep exercising for that reason. Like, cause you really enjoy it. It gives you more energy. And it, like you, like you said, you've noticed it does help with contouring your body in very lovely ways. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a good, a good thing to do. Um, but yeah, like you said, like more exercise is probably not going to solve anything uh, in terms of the weight. So let's let's talk about your options. So I, I would, here's what I would, here's here's when I, when when you hear when I hear your story, I hear success. Okay. You know, I hear that most that what you're doing is working. Like you've incorporated, you told me you've you've been working out, you are cooking more at home, Mm -hmm. you're eating more vegetables. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You kind of messed around with playing with different macronutrients. I didn't really get the sense that you you were doing that though, like to see how you feel. I got more of the sense that you were doing that to sort of arbitrarily try something more and just basically, yeah, just try to arbitrarily try so basically a diet. And you had a little bit of success like with that, which was could easily have been water weight. Although did you, did you gain the weight back or no? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was only like a couple of pounds, but yes. So one thing low carb diets do is they, they should cause you to shed water really quickly. <laughs> so the, the early mm-hmm. weight loss from that is usually water. Got it. Um, so that wasn't, maybe the best experiment, but you gave it a whirl. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And also, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's kind of, I backed away from it because of that mentality that I developed. I mean, given my experience with kind of trying to diet with Weight Watchers before, I knew that I didn't want to just I, I know that I don't want to just reach my goal. I want to like reach my goal and stay there and, you know, not have not change my behavior when I reach my goal, but change my behavior to reach my goal, I guess, if that makes sense. Yes, that is a great insight that and that is um, a good instinct even of yours, because you, you know that that's a, d- a dangerous path. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't want to kind of, you know, whenever I reach my goal, be in a state where I am constantly fighting not to regain the weight. Like I, I've been there before and it's devastating and I don't want it again. 
Yeah, good, good. So that's good. So let's scratch that as an option. (laughs) And you said you try to eat mindfully when you go out. You mentioned that earlier. I mean, in in an email to me. Can can you you elaborate on that? Sure. So um, one of the things that I've tried to do, um, given kind of what I read on Summer Tomato and what I've kind of read um, from others as well, is uh, eat kind of more slowly, which I know I have trouble with. Um, And also kind of really, as I'm eating, be more conscious of how full I am so that I don't kind of eat too fast and get overly full. And I've been, I think I've gotten better at that, but it's definitely something somewhere where I struggle. um, I struggle at as well. I mean, I think in restaurants, I've definitely gotten better where, um, you know, we're, we're eating and I kind of see, I feel myself getting to the point of, uh, so I'm comfortably satisfied and I don't want to go past that point. Um, sometimes it's not as easy, but I have gotten in the habit, for example, you know, we weren't, went backpacking this weekend and then, uh, treated ourselves to, um, a burger and fries afterwards. And I knew that, you know, I actually didn't, wasn't hungry enough to eat the full burger. So I ate half and maybe I had one or two fries. Um, but in the past I would have basically had it all because it was right there. But so I was able to control that. Um, and it didn't feel like I was depriving myself. That's fantastic. And so thanks. Yeah. And, and I've, I've gotten, I mean, I'm not kind of perfect at that, but I have gotten better. Um, uh, you know, there are kind of, especially at work, what I find interesting actually, Daria, is that when I look at kind of my, eating habits throughout the week, typically I struggle most on the weekdays. Like on the weekends, I have like breakfast and I'm pretty good at having breakfast, um, having a filling breakfast. And then I actually don't really struggle with snacking and feeling like having cravings. And I'm very good at just having kind of three meals a day. Or if I have a snack, I have a light snack. It's really, I think the Monday through Friday, where I struggle more, where I kind of have these cravings. And when I have to kind of constantly ask myself, you know, am I feeling hungry? And then it's like, no, not really, but I would like to eat something. And it's days when like, I'm not running around and I don't have a ton of meetings. So I don't have time to think about it. It's like days when I actually have time to do work at my desk. And that's kind of where those thoughts pop up. And oftentimes I, I'm not kind of able to control them and be disciplined enough to say, you know what? No, I don't want a cookie or I don't want something sweet. Like I'm fine with what I brought from home. This is a fantastic insight. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So you're identifying a, a trigger environment or trigger situation, actually, and you've got it narrowed down quite a bit. Not only did you narrow it down to weekdays and narrow it down to work, but specifically on days where you have a little more time Mm -hmm. to feel anxiety or to avoid doing stuff you don't want to do or whatever. Right. So that's a target. It's a target habit, right? Mm. You've noticed it. 
you've probably there there are are whole episodes on (laughs) on this show about how to handle anxiety eating and things like that in your case you know i kind of i like your I, i i'm interested in your overall question because it i think we need to address that today because your overall question was basically you're like i'm impatient am i doing something wrong yes and you have made tremendous progress it hasn't even really been a year you have workout habits you love you're cooking more you actually have an amazing mindful eating habit you're working on that can be developed further i mean you have basically you have like a series of like three or four home court, home court habits at the moment, you know, you need more. <laughs> yeah. And the one, you know, and that's, that's the trick with this whole approach is it isn't a one silver bullet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like hearing some of, some of your other podcasts, you know, it's like I changed this one little thing and then kind of the weight flew off. Like there goes 10 pounds. Inevitably, inevitably those people already had seven other habits in a row. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So it's really about kind of building up additional habits for myself to kind of target what I need to change. And it, I mean, just from talking to you kind of, it it definitely, I know now where I need to focus. And especially like for the, for the two months that I've been sick, Daria, like I actually haven't gained any weight. I've stayed constant, like without the exercise and I have been watching what I, what I ate. So it's really about kind of how do I prepare myself better for kind of the work week, how do I develop more of those habits so I can, you know, eliminate those last few kind of things that are keeping me from, from the journey with kind of acknowledging everything that I've done already. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> so you haven't been failing, right? You've been succeeding. There's just more yeah. work to do. Yes. And it's not like, you know, and, and I, I get this question a lot, you know, people are want to know, well, I've done these four things. Should I start dieting now? It's like, well, you've told me a million times. You don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, you don't want to do that. And, right. and there's, you know, and it, but I understand completely how, how easy it is to become discouraged when you have that, when, when you, when what you've done isn't, it hasn't taken you all the way there. It's, it, this, you know, it's funny. It's the same thing with cooking to some extent. I was, I just, I've been thinking a lot about cooking. And one of the things we, we teach in Food is Kitchen is that cooking isn't one habit. It's like eight habits. You have to have a grocery stop shopping uh-huh. habit. You have to know knife skills. You have to know flavor pairings. You have to know, you know, if you're feeding people that aren't yourself, you need to know their food preferences and how to talk to them so that they'll accept what you cook. And you, you know, there's all these things around it that and seasoning and all that stuff. So there's all these things around it and you can't just learn one of them and expect to, you know, whip up Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, that's true. So I think this is what's happening here. 
is that, and, and, and I am glad that it sort of clicked into recognition just with what you said a moment ago in that you can under, you understand that there are more habits to, to hack. Yes. Essentially you, and what you've done is great and keep those up. By the way, those are your home court habits. Defend them. Like, <laughs> like, you know, with all your might, that's really important because what you don't want to happen is you start adding new stuff and you let those other things drop because you don't think they're important. Yeah. You know, so that's why it's important that you always make sure you love them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. It's like, I, like there has to be kind of a complete picture. Like if I'm doing like in terms of like, if I have all of the home court habits that I should be doing, and if I'm only doing, I don't know, 60% of them, then yeah, weight loss is comes, but it's definitely kind of slow and, and not painful in terms of like, it's, it's slow, right? Like, and I get impatient, but there are all of these other things that I could kind of slowly add in so that they become my routine. And for me, like, I'm thinking that, I need to be a lot better, a lot more mindful about kind of planning my, like uh, all the food that I take to work. So not only having kind of a meal for lunch, which typically is leftovers from the day before, um, which we're, I'm pretty good at doing, but also kind of having all of those little snacks that, you know, are healthy, that um, are nutritious, so that I don't feel compelled to kind of go downstairs and, and grab whatever like typically like a pretty bad choice um, otherwise. And so like I haven't focused on that habit at all. And it's kind of one that's, you know, blinking red for me right now of if I only had that, like I I would be able to control my environment a little bit better at work. Yeah, I bet that'll be a big one for you. And one of the reasons why is because it's every day. You know, those weekday habits, those are a killer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it took me a while to like, because before I was like, I was going out for lunch and not kind of going out to a, you know, a restaurant, but I was grabbing kind of a salad or some sushi from the supermarket downstairs. Like, and so it took me a long time to say, you know what, I actually, you know, if I want to get healthier, I probably should start bringing stuff from home instead of, because even like, you know, a salad, like you don't you you don't want to ha- go out every day. You don't want to grab that every day, uh, because inevitably you kind of grab a salad and a cookie or like a salad <laughs> and a sugary drink, right? And so, but I think it's like now that I have that, but there's so much more that I could do. That's true. Yeah, and keep in mind again. I'm going to keep drilling this home. <laughs> Those other habits are still working. Yeah. What, what, so what happens is like, you're losing weight from those things slowly, but it's happening, you know, and you add another one and you, you know, maybe that adds another pound a month. So now you're losing two pounds a month instead of one, you know, it, mm. it's just like, uh, they, it's, it's just not the, 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 uh, the type of success we expect. Yeah. Um, and, and then, and one of the traps, by the way, that I'll warn you of is now that you have this reframe continue to only tackle one habit at a time. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. They're difficult. You know what I mean? Like, and if you are like, I've got 10 more new things I got to do, 
there's a good chance you'll do none of them or you'll start feeling guilty for not doing them or there there's a whole psychology around trying to do too much also so you've been really good so far in taking the slow and steady approach and i just want to warn you that if you feel like you start needing to do like 12 things extra that it can start to feel overwhelming and undermine the progress you've made. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So it like the, I guess the way that I hear what you're saying is that it still has to, I mean, you have to work at the new habits, but you also have to kind of be mindful that they feel like after, after you've instilled them, they kind of feel effortless. Like, you know, like, as if like, not doing them would be silly. And if you don't feel like that, you kind of are probably taking on too much and want to change too much at the at once. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, a, it's a tricky balance, too, because I'm not, I don't want to give you the illusion that like, all my healthy habits are super easy. It's, it's not that I don't have to put effort into it. It's, it's more that I, I respect them and I, I cherish what they give me and, and I know what happens without them. <laughs> That's actually a yeah. big part of it. Cause like what happens without them is a very bad thing. Um, not just for weight loss, but just like for my psychology and how I feel and for a lot of things. And that's why there's that, that part is so important because it makes it so that you never want to let them slip. But yeah, so you, you have this, this new approach where you add a new one and you might realize, you know, you, let's say you, so next you tackle this lunch thing and then you might realize that in a couple months, like you got that like nailed and you lost another five pounds and that's great. And maybe at that point you're like, well, maybe I'll start taking this mindful eating thing a little bit more seriously, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's not just when I'm going out and not wolfing down my food, but really just addressing that or something else or or I don't know. Could be a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think what, so I, I totally hear you. I think what you've given me here, Daria is like kind of the understanding that it's not that, you know, I've lost five pounds over the last six months and like I've been failing because I should have lost a lot more, but it's more like I've lost five pounds in the last six months. It's great. And like, there are kind of things that I could be doing more like other habits that I could uh, pick up and work on that might accelerate the approach. But overall, like it has been a success. That reframing is, I think, like, like when I look at it now, it's super important because it, it's nice. It gives me kind of, it gives me almost permission to say, you know what? I have been doing a great job. Like keep going and like do like a couple more things and, and see what else works to, go and and maybe kind of go a little bit faster but don't discount kind of what I've done over the last 6 months. Absolutely. And there's actually one more important point you made me remember, which is that there's a really good chance you were not ready to tackle your weekday work snacks before. Mm. You know what I mean? It's much easier to so that's a more complex health style problem because my guess is you're going to find that there's emotions involved you know whether it's anxiety or yeah. something and that's a hard place to start with 
a new health style. You know what I mean? Like you've yeah. already developed the habit of cooking. You've already embraced vegetables. You're already, you know, waking up early. You have the energy and this is important, like because of your workouts and because of how you're eating, you have the energy to maybe use, because one of those um, anxiety habits, like those can sometimes take some willpower to do some experimenting there just to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you, because of your habits that you have developed already, you have more confidence and also the stamina to maybe get through that next problem. So that's something to keep in mind too, that you can overcome these, these different obstacles at different, like when you're ready to do so. And that it's not necessarily like, so if somebody else has this problem, like it's not necessarily the first place to start, like start with what's easy because that builds up momentum for whatever comes next. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Maybe it's kind of like, you know, I, maybe I knew that it would be something that I would have to tackle in the long term, but it's only now kind of apparent that this is kind of the thing that I need to focus on because I have kind of a lot of other things already in place and I'm doing them and they feel, you know, they feel important to me. They feel good. And now kind of, this is the, this is the black box to focus on at this particular time to make more progress. Awesome. I'm excited for you. I actually think this is going to be a big one for you. Cause like I said, it's, it's one of those, there's a big, like weekday habits are big habits because they happen so frequently. And yeah, I look forward to hearing about your progress. I think that you have a really great outlook and it sounds like you're doing everything right. Thanks, Daria. Thanks so much for helping me reframe it. It's It really means a lot and I'm excited to kind of try and, and tackle those and I'll let you know how it goes, definitely. Please do. It is my absolute pleasure. Take care. Bye, Daria. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose. And if you're interested in upgrading your own health style, learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings, then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food, health, and weight loss. You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.